You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's podcast is part one of five. Joe Kime was interviewed by Caroline Faulkner, a professor of sociology at Franklin and Marshall College, as part of a research study about individuals who have left old order Amish communities. The purpose of this study was to learn about the experiences of those who have left, what their reasons were for leaving, and what it was like for them as they tried to adapt to life in a non-Amish society. About 50 individuals were interviewed as part of this study and hoped that scholars could learn why people make these changes and how they can be made smoother for others. In Joe Kime's case, he left the Amish because he was forever changed when he met Jesus and he left so that he could freely and fully follow him. Listen now as he describes what it was like to leave the Amish, the struggles he faced both in and out of the Amish community, and hear how he overcame the difficulties through the power and love of Jesus, enabling him to devote his life to reaching the Amish and former Amish with the love, peace, and joy found only in Jesus Christ. First of all, I want to make sure I get your year of birth. 1967. Okay. And can you tell me about the Amish community where you grew up and kind of describe it in terms of how strict it was? I was born and raised in a community here in Ashland, Ohio. It was considered an old order Amish community, Mm -hmm. but when compared to old order Amish communities in Holmes County, we were a lot more conservative. And so in some cases, people would look at us and say, we are the old, old order. But we were just a step above the Schwarzenzuber Amish. Okay. Very conservative. Okay. Did you grow up on a farm? Yeah, my dad, when I was uh, young, had a blacksmith shop and a machine shop, kind of two in one. And then as our family continued to grow and expand, multiply, he needed uh, more work for the kids, so he bought a 200-acre farm. So we ended up, you know, kind of having everything there in one spot. Okay. So how many siblings did you have? There were 14 of us. Okay. And when you were growing up, how much did you interact with non-Amish folks? We interacted with a lot of non-Amish because of the machine shop Mm -hmm. and blacksmith shop that my dad had. Uh, My dad did a lot of shoeing for show horses. Okay. And that brought, you know, people in from 100 miles away with So when you saw these English folks coming in for their horseshoes or whatever other kinds of needs they had, how much did you interact with them and what did you think about them? I knew we were different than they were. I always looked forward to those few times that we would get inside their car and go somewhere. But I knew that wasn't for us. I remember I was probably years old and one of our English friends invited us over for some kind of a 
existed in your community about how you dressed and you know, the things you could have in your house. How did you feel about those rules? You know, I, I don't know that I really thought about it a whole lot until I got older. You know, it was just kind of a way of life. You didn't really question why you had all the little rules and regulations that regulated your clothing patterns and before you hit that running around period. How did you feel about church services that you attended? It wasn't my favorite thing to do. Didn't think much about it growing up when mm -hmm. the church sat through it. Very boring. Didn't get very much out of it at all, except for those few ministers that were good at telling stories. Uh -huh. You know, it always, oh, yes, he's preaching today. did you go to?
concerts, sometimes, depending on how many students we had, there would be a, a main teacher and then a helper. But these teachers may have only been out of school for a year or two, mm-hmm. and then, you know, they become the teacher. So the only thing they had that we didn't have is they had the answers to the end. You know, sometimes they were sharper and smarter than yeah. than others, but oftentimes I look back, you know, it, it was amazing that uh, the Amish allowed that to happen because overall the, the teachers at 16 and 17 years old weren't hardly old enough to be responsible. Mm-hmm. So how did you, at the time then, how did you feel about school? It's okay. I remember as I got older, it was kind of hard when the last day of school came around, knowing that you'd not be able to see your friends mm-hmm. for the rest of the summer. Mm-hmm. But as far as attending school, I'd have to say I enjoyed it for the most part. I wasn't much into studying or hated math, but uh, other than that, you know, it was we went out, we had a lot of fun during recess, and it was part of life mm-hmm. again. Okay. You brought up before that you started running around around the age of 17. So what kind of work were you doing at that point? Were you working on your family's farm? I was more into helping out at the shop. Okay. Some of my other brothers were, like, farming better. I was the oldest in the family, so I had a little bit more of a choice, maybe. And Mm -hmm. I would obviously help with the milking and chores in the morning and then we'd go in eat breakfast and then i would head for the shop and spend the rest of my day uh, running machinery okay. uh, also helped shoe some horses but never really got into it much okay so you know how did you feel about starting to join the young people and do those kinds of things and did you ultimately join the church yes i did i left the Amish, ran away from my parents when I was uh, right at the end of it, 16. Okay. It, it was actually before I built my buggy, mm-hmm. so it was more of a, I had become very good friends with my cousin, and the two of us just kind of quickly decided one night, we wanted to just go out and experience um, freedom. I, I don't know what we were thinking. Left a note of our parents' mailbox and left, and came back and then I left a few more times came back and in our community this varies a little bit from one to the other but in our community at the age of 17 you begin the process of becoming a member of the church okay when I came back from having left the homage my hair were short and they waited until my hair grew out and then I joined about three, four other 17-year-olds in my church district, and we went through kind of like catechism, I guess. I I, I don't know. It was sort of a training period. And uh, that's, I guess, also while I was building my buggy. And they, members are supposed to really keep their eyes on these young 17-year-olds. And the goal is to see whether you're serious. Mm-hmm. You, you really want to be Amish and live Amish, look Amish and all that. Well, while they're watching us, you know, some of them complained about my hat. I had a wool hat and I would kind of bend it a little bit like a cowboy hat. That, that upset some people so the deacon would 
large good. Well, some people saw that. So that was a complaint. And, and then we did, you know, got drunk a few times, and that was a problem. And so they keep pushing baptism back. Okay. Eventually, though, they pushed us through. We got baptized. Didn't mean a thing to me. Mm-hmm. Really didn't. It was all sort of a uh, tradition, formality, pressure from parents, mm-hmm. pressure from the church, pressure and the fact that other 17-year-olds were going through it, so I need to as well. Okay. So you talked about leaving all, you know, several times before that point. At that point, when you were leaving, I mean, you talked about the first time was just sort of an adventure or, or a way to get a taste of freedom. I mean, were there any other reasons that were motivating you to sort of leave and come back and leave and come back before you joined? I don't know that I was angry at my dad, but I didn't have a very good relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and the more I work with, we've worked with hundreds of young people that have left the Amish, and, and this seems to be very much the case with many of them, and it was with me. Because I didn't have a good, strong connection with my dad, a friend came along and kind of filled that void for me, for, you know, stood in the gap for my dad. Well, that friend happened to be one that had left the Amish once before and was looked at as kind of a troublemaker. And of course, he and I got into trouble together and, you know, that's kind of what eventually we came to the conclusion. We just want to both leave the Amish and go experience freedom. Okay. So when on these, I'm going to call them trips, you know, on, on these sort of excursions away from the Amish, did you intend to go back or did you intend to stay out of the Amish? Always had intentions of going back. Okay. Okay. So sort of just like adventures or tastes of freedom. You know, the best I could explain it is we live for the moment. Uh-huh. You know, we left with 50 bucks in our pockets, no jobs, no social security number, not old enough to drive, uh-huh. get a job. You know, we just left. Right. So for you, you know, when you talked about turning 17 and the pressure that you experienced to join, did you feel at all like it was your choice to join? Well, yes and no. I mean, obviously I did have a choice, but there was also so much pressure. You know, there's so much pressure, outward appearance, people are watching, and if you didn't go, you would be considered a rebel, and other parents would tell their kids, don't have anything to do with him, because he should have joined church this year, and he didn't. And, And certainly it sounds like there was a watchful eye on everyone around that oh yeah yeah okay when you joined did anything change for you did you feel any different certainly at least you at this point could start attending the council and communion so how was life different and how wasn't it different well i don't think a whole lot changed other than now i was under the control of the church Uh instead of you know maybe not not as much under my dad and mom anymore, although I was. Now that I'm a member of the church, they have the right to discipline me publicly as a member if I don't follow the rules. Before that was something that was handled between myself and my parents. So that was a big change, Mm -hmm. you know, and it happened. You know, it was very 
very humiliating. I was kicked out of church several times, and what I mean by that is excommunicated, and then, of course, shunned. Right. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.